everybody. Uh, welcome to Babes on the Brink, where we are recapping. Uh, oh God, I was going to say Dry Grace again. Uh, Survivor- <laughs> 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 we're recapping Australian Survivor Times versus Rebels uh, episodes. Oh gosh, twelve to fifteen. Jeez, we're pretty far down the line, right? I'm I'm Chili Philly, and this week I am joined by one of everyone's faves, um, the original queer hero of, of Australian Survivor, and the one and only Craig Hanson. How are you going? Good, babe. How are you going? Thank you so much for inviting me. No, um, this, and I'm so happy to chat to you tonight. Original queer hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. Hey, well, okay. Was well, there any who else was queer on your se- on season one? Anyone? I don't think so. Yeah, so there you go. You're the original. I'm pretty sure I'm on like Survivor Wiki as the original queer. Yeah, because like at my season had like five people. Yeah. So you're like, well, I can't say I wasn't even. I was even the token. Um, so at that point, um, you're definitely way more unique than I am in that, in that sense. Um, <laughs> thanks, babe. <laughs> that's all right. Anytime. Um, how you been in general and, and, and you liking the season so far? Um, yeah, I've been, uh, very well. Thank you very much for asking. Uh, living life, getting through the days, um, turning 40 in a couple of months. But, um, I'm trying to not. So young. So young. I know. <laughs> um, trying to like go through the whirlwinds that my brain occasionally does with realizing that's happening um but other than that no work and life is fantastic i uh, just bought a house recently so yeah we're living pretty good um and the season currently at the moment yeah i'm finding it not bad uh to be honest with you do you want to get right into honesty yeah go straight into it cool so i am loving the season I feel like I'm a little bit over the verses. Yeah. You just want normal. A little bit. I think that um, it's sort of, yeah, I think that, oh, how do I put it into words, Philly? Like, I feel like they're, uh, they're pushing it too much. Like, I mm-hmm. don't this season is, I mean, it could have been a great season without being labelled Rebels versus Titans. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah, fully. Like, after, because the annoying thing is, and I think I might have talked about it with Baden, maybe, but after a while, the names get really confusing when they do the swap, because then yeah. they stick as their groups, but they're on yeah. the reverse side, so then they're they're interchangeably using their alliance. It's It's very, very confusing, and also, in terms of, like, actual theme, this is very random. Yeah, 100%. And as I think I read, it's also just like a spin-off of Champions versus yeah. Content. You know? So, and I mean, I miss tribe names. Yeah. Like, tribe names took all that away. Like, that didn't have the stigma or the expectation of a rebel or a titan. Like, for JLP to sit there and scream out, oh, the titans are winning, and you look, and some of them, are, you're like, they're not, they weren't titans, they were cast on rebels, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. To call them that now, it's not it's not the same thing. So it just sort of yeah, to me it loses it a bit. But I try to push past that and focus on the gameplay and the characters and what's actually happening and everything like that. Yeah, which I realize now, like I didn't realize right now, but I realized sort of as the day had gone out today 
Um, I couldn't have asked for like a worse combination of people to talk about the merge, given that neither of us have experienced. <laughs> oh, that's where I was. Literally, I finished watching the episode literally probably about twenty nine minutes ago. Yeah, and that thought halfway through the episode dropped into my head because I was like, "Oh, we can talk about this," or I can talk, and I was like, "How the fuck can we talk about that?" Yeah, neither of us have even been there. Yeah, I know. I, don't I know, know I, what the hell they're going through. I know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just asking people based off vibes and like, I so far what I asked Baden two weeks ago, who actually made it to the end. I asked the twins, who both made it to the merge the second week. Like, I've, I've sort of gone a bit rogue with sort of um asking rant outside of asking Angelie to do the first week with me. I've sort of gone a bit random with um asking everybody. <laughs> but hey, like at the end of the day, we've been on it and we're still watching it. So I think that's plenty of uh sort of information um <laughs> that yeah. that is required of us, right? Yeah, but maybe we could like stir a little bit of a weird pot, not stir a pot, but like get some like thoughts going about I mean, that gives us eyes of what a viewer sees, you know what I mean? Rather yes. than actually being there. But we also know some aspects of potentially how they could feel or what we felt mm, yes. and bring that into it. But um, no, neither of us know what they're actually no, going through. No, so, no, not not at all. Um, well, I guess we've sort of, um, we've already started chatting about it, so... Yeah, so um, usually I sort of categorise these things as hots and whats, and um, I guess my first hot is that it is the merge week, um, which neither of us can relate to. Um, but, <laughs> um, uh, well, um, what did you think of this merge so far? Um, one of the things I kind of liked about this sort of, this merge, one, it was at 14, but also at the end of the day, we, and we sort of touched upon it before with um, sort of the Titans and the Rebels of it all, but there are so many small groups of people yeah. within the sort of larger group as yeah. a whole. Um, what what did you think of the merge so far? Um, that is what you just mentioned, the smaller groups. It didn't... Um, I didn't realise that until... Uh, la- not last night, the night before. The um, uh, winners vote out. When yeah. the when Caroline and Kitty went to Ferris and went, this is what we want to do, I went, oh, my God, that is the small groups. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I actually went, sweet, something cool beans. Like, yeah. this is good. This is happening. Like, that, they realized it, sorted it out, and, and went to the small groups. Because naturally, when we go into a merge, what happens? There's the split group. Yeah. And... To go, all of them go in there, and there's what have we got? Like two, three, four minor groups. Yeah, four. I would say four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Which great. So it's the first one we've seen ever in our. Yeah. It's really been like that. So I think that is a bonus. So, yeah, mentioning before taking away the rebels versus titans aspect of it, that is the cool thing that I think I realized. At when Winner went home and so tonight when I was watching it I was seeing that unfold and that's why I was sort of laughing, not laughing at it but going, you know this thing they keep doing of um, Titans Strong like let's get yes. the Titans back and I was yep. like, and they've been saying that for a number of episodes now and I kept going stop reversing, yeah. move forward Oh yeah, because like I, I was going to ask, like do you 
Like, do you think the Titans basically turning on themselves was even ever... Like, they basically what has happened throughout the season so far is that people in Titans keep turning on Titans and then expecting the, the people that they turned on to retreat back to them. And it's happened at least three three times at this point. Do you think that's even the right thing for the, any of them to have even been doing in order to, quote-unquote, keep Titans strong? No. Yeah. That's why I keep laughing at them going, let's come back to Titan Strong. Because and then I and not even that, but the fact that they do it. Yeah. You know what like the one I just watched last night, um bloody uh Eden going home. I was like gobsmacked that like Valeria and Mark went back. I went Yeah. What? Like some little barbecue and some powwow over a thing? Like the, um, Caroline Kitty made a massive comment about how they just worked with someone and to do what they were thinking of doing would ca- cause World War Three, right? Yeah. And I, in my head, I'm thinking, well, done. They're, they're not going to be that silly to go back. Yeah. yeah. It worked. Yeah. It had, they have the numbers. But if it didn't work, they're screwed. They're fucked. Yeah. They have more advantage of not doing it in just the two of them than going with the plan. So I didn't get it. Yeah. I, I find it, I found it really strange all season how, how, I don't, because I know talk about Kitty and Caroline, because basically this week, even though it's merge week, it's basically Kitty and Caroline week. They're, <laughs> they're like featured stars in every episode this week. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, I just, I found it really, really crazy, especially from those two, because they seem to take everything really hard when it's directed at them, yet they seem to not have the same allowance for other people. I find that really interesting. Um, Uh, Yeah. Talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like I felt, you know, they voted at Viola and expected Mark to just go back to them. And he was like, maybe not. And then, you know, they've done this thing with Winner and then Jaden flips on them. Obviously we don't see the outcome necessarily of that um and then you know uh valeria and mark sort of flip on them and then uh they sort of have this weird little tiff argument thing and kitty's getting thrown under the bus and she seems to be really down about it like i just find it really interesting that they seem to go through the motions um themselves but seem to always expect nobody else to go through the same motions and then they then they turn around and say oh no we we should all work together and it's like I don't think that's quite how it works. You should have the same level of empathy for yourself as for the others. Yeah, there's um, a lot of Caroline actions that blow my mind a little bit because exactly that. It's, I expect you to do this to me, but if it's reversed, I'll do what I want. And she's very, like, full-on and aggressive over her responses to um, things not going her way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, Kitty saw the same. I mean, Kitty was a bit different. I mean, what we saw, Kitty was just more paranoid and um, didn't expect it. But, you know, I mean, I saw the I saw the um, Caroline aspects of it back uh, with, like, Ricegate. You know what I mean? Yeah. With, with, with Nathan. When True, she was yes. I forgot about that, yeah. You're eating, like, four, four bowls of rice. Stop eating the rice, Nathan. You're eating the rice. And it's like... Yes. Now she's doing it to Mark and stuff going like last night, Mark, uh, you know, Mark, you came for me. 
but you voted for me again. Like, she's very aggressive to people's face. Yeah. And then but, expecting them to turn around and come back. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like that's the thing. She, it's, it's that she's aggressive to their face. Which, hey, in the real world is actually probably a little bit more preferable. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, that, that she is speaking mind to I, someone's I, face. I, yeah. Um, but I think the thing is, is that because they're playing a game where the, uh, where people are playing behind the scenes, real overt actions are seen as sort of a uh, matter of fact. Yeah. And so people can really base so much based off that. Um, yeah. I feel like she's done an amazing job in wrangling power and she's managed to stay a really long time for somebody who sort of got a bit of flack early on for being that rice Correct. Um, rice, rice. <laughs> behold, I don't know what the right term would be. Behold, rice, the rice. The rice baron, rice matron. Yeah, the matron of the rice, <laughs> you know. Um, rice. Yeah. But, yeah, but I feel like, unfortunately, basically, and I, and I, you probably haven't listened to uh, my chats with everybody else, but, like, um. I feel like a lot of this season um, and the way some of the others are playing are in response to George and how um, he was able to sort of be, have aggressive gameplay and sort of get things happening his way. But the thing is with George is that only he can get away with that. Yeah. Like only he can basically tell you to your face, this is what's happening. I think it's going to happen. Blah, 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 blah. And you go, yeah, sure. Okay. I guess it's going to happen. Um and you need you have to be a specific type of person to have that ability, but you can't be wishy washy and then also yell at people's faces like this is what's going to happen, blah 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 blah. Oh no, and then you'll come back to me and all this sort of stuff. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah, yeah, correct. Um, yeah, with that, like the um, telling people how it's going to happen, like it's a different way, but also with. <laughs> Was like, are, are these are these these guys on Rebels versus Titans? Are they giving being told and then actually going? You know what? That's that's not what I want. And then actually taking a step back and processing it, and then they've got the options of actually going to one or two other groups and presenting their idea to them mm. and get the ball rolling to move other things and make other things happen. Is that the other thing? Like, yeah. Um, in with George's case, was it more? one or two, potentially three, or was George's case more one or two with outcasts or the bottom the bottom people? Yeah. These guys, you could have Caroline come and say to your face, this is what's happening, or as we saw last night, like Eden going, this is what's happening, and then people yeah. go, actually, no. And they don't only have one group to go and speak to. They've got yeah. numerous people that they can. So yes. they can actually pick the person to go to to start the ball rolling to make something else happen. That's why I, with this um, multiple groups that I realised mm. per episode, that I've actually gone, oh, shit, this is great. Like, yeah. they've got more cards to play with or more little clicks to play with, which is making more cool beans shit happen. Yeah, well, yeah, no, you basically nailed it. Basically, like, George's power was being able to collect the bottom people and can basically unify them for his for his strategy. Well, yeah. yeah, literally, this group, basically, you're all on the bottom. Nobody's at the top. So everybody's got to be just as opportunistic 
as the other group of people. And that, yeah. and I guess in some ways, yeah, like get doing um the winner vote with the Ferris, Eileen and Ray group Correct. was effectively cor- corralling the bottom people. But at the end of the day, they aren't the bottom people. They just happen to be the um, Alliance yeah. B of rebels. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say they were the bottom people. I would say... Um, I don't think we, well, obviously we didn't see it, but whether, um, you know, Caroline Kitty realised that Farris had a grudge yeah. or some grudge was understood, they tasted that and potentially went with that yeah. and that's the end. Like, as soon as they went up to him and said, what about this? You saw him go, he, he opened the library. He yeah. went, hey. Let's read. Let's take them all fucking out. You know yeah. what I mean? They saw the inn and they went. That's why I loved the when they made the decision of, hang on a second, why are we doing this? Let's look over there. Yeah. Or and go and talk to Ferris and go, Hey, have you thought about getting rid of Winner? And he went, uh, yeah, I want to knock those three out because of the Garrett vote. You know what yes. I mean? Like, yeah, because that's how to they knew that or not. We don't know. I don't think we saw it. Did we see that? No, I don't think we... Well, who knows? They probably told each other what's happened over the previous week, but yeah. we, we didn't necessarily see that, I don't think. But, yeah, because like, to be honest, I totally forgot. <laughs> my my long-term memory is a bit shot with some of these seasons because we see so many episodes in one week, but I totally forgot that basically, yeah, the Ferris group wanted Valeria, Winner, and Charles to be on their side and they basically turned their backs on them. So it yeah. makes absolute and total sense for um Caroline and Kitty to basically say, hey, we're gonna hop on your side now. We were yeah. the Titans that were meant to be with you. Let's go. But, but um, that's, what, that's what I love about uh, I, like that's what I love is that it's not like the one bottom person or two bottom people that were left out of the vote. You know what I mean? Like you might say with the winner vote Alex and Re were left out or, you know, uh not told what was happening, which yeah. would be that would be classed as old school. Yeah. Are we? No, we're not using that. But old, old ways. Yeah. But now it's it's yeah they were left out. But the, it's not Alex or Re. It's Re Kirby. You know. And yeah, 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 Alex. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's no, all it's of them. Person anymore. It's three people. So yes. yeah, it's yeah. great that dynamic and that showed tonight where it was. Um, last night where it showed how it got to split up and play. Yeah, no, I, I, I really loved watching that pan out. Um, I guess let's, hey, let's just, we might as well just keep up the Caroline Kitty conversation going because like I said before, I guess another hot of the week is that it was basically this whole week was a Kitty and Caroline week, which especially for Kitty, I, I'm kind of happy for her that she's getting, she got like a chunk of screen time after basically getting none for yeah. like three weeks or whatever yeah do you okay so we kind of already sort of generally sort of talked about them do you think overall and i guess we already talked about sort of what we thought about caroline's general gameplay but as a duo do you think they're playing well or do you think and this is something i just sort of was thinking watching that winner vote out episode do you think they will at now at this point always be at everybody else's mercy like they are they seem to always be names in people's mouths. They seem to be the people on the bottom because they're just a duo while the rest are all sort of trios, all that sort of thing. Uh, do you think they'll always just be those two 
sort of stragglers while we have like these multiple sort of larger superpower groups. Nah, I think the two ladies just shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. I really do. Um, I think that Mark and Valeria have a way out. Yeah. Because they could play, oh, we drunk the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Something like that. But so Mark put a great, when he was talking about Eden's um, uh, chat about he wanted to get uh, the Titans strong back and if anything went wrong, he could just go, oh, I was just following Eden's plan. I'm stupid. Sorry about mm-hmm. it. What do you do? That is exactly what happened, but reversed in the sense of Valeria and Mark can go, oh, we thought that's what, you know. Yeah, they've still got some um, catch-up to do or, you know, what is the word called? What is it, Flynn? Um, no, <laughs> like um, uh, fixing the problem. <laughs> oh, repairs? Yeah, you repairs, like... <laughs> Polishing, not polish. There's a word. There's a word. It's on the end of my tongue. Um, polishing repairs. Um, <laughs> uh, no, like um, damage control. Damage, damage control. control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Valerian Mark still has some damage control, but Kitty and Caroline, no, nah, they actively, actively chose a side. Yeah. So Valeria and Mark were not um kitty and caroline went to ferris and his alliance when the winner vote happened asked for help he actively helped them put himself out there and then um for the eden vote they completely ignored him went against him they said it themselves and then they went forward with it so no the two ladies shot themselves in the foot i think I think they might turn into collateral of a new war between the powers. Yeah. So it's like they're going to turn into numbers, not game players. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and that and that's what I mean. Like I feel like now they're just two two stragglers. They they won't have any agency because basically they will make it far, maybe at this point. But the reality is the other sort of like the what the Kirby re um who else is who else is with Kirby? Oh Scott's gone, Kelly's gone. Okay, well I guess it's just Re and Re and Kirby, um Ferris Eileen Ray, Alex is in the middle uh, just sort of a solo person. Sorry. What is Alex doing? He's just sort of by himself, isn't he? Oh is or is he part of the Ferris group? Is he? I don't know. He's a bit, he also is a bit wishy-washy. He's just tried to not, he's just basically, it's just a not me, anybody but me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And P.S., can I just ask you one question? Yeah. And you know this. Mm-hmm. What the bloody hell is the tattoo on his boob? Um, it's, I think it's something, it says something survivor. I think it's like a mum cancer, uh, his mum had cancer tattoo. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't read. just get a survivor tattoo and then Yeah. I keep trying to read it but not stare at his nipple. But um yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's like a red, it's like a red colour as well. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. it kind of looks a bit And survive is very evident, but yes. what it is before I keep looking at it going, I can't work it out, mate. Oh <laughs> uh, so... well when he fell when he fell on that rope, I was like I thought that was the 
like a rope burn, but I realized, no, that's still his tattoo. No, I think it's some sort of cancer survivor um, tattoo, which that's right. I, it, uh, originally, yeah, until I sort of found that out, I guess I thought that was a bit on the nose, but hey, at least it's a well-meaning tattoo at this point. Um, uh, a well-meaning tattoo. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Alex? Oh yeah, I Valeria. Um, and uh, then uh, Jaden. Yeah. yeah, so I just feel like they're just always going to oh, be just there, because, you know, uh, originally I feel like they used to use sort of Jaden as that sort of bottom person trying to just like feed them information, but I think unfortunately, yeah, they've they flipped and flopped so much. We already know Kirby hates that. Fer- Ferris hates that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they've already flipped on Mark before, so like they really have no one else. But at that, but also in saying that, it's not like they're going to get just like off them for the sake of offing them, you know? Yeah, and um, saying that. They also had Jaden until they took out Winner. Yeah, like they've done, like, they've burnt literally everybody, but not yeah. like. But I, I had this as a question, but like, where do you think their issues arose first? Was it literally voting out Viola and then expecting yeah. Mark to just yeah. like come back? Yeah, it was that. It, it was completely that because it's the. I think it's the thought pattern of. Burn you now, make it up to you later. And yeah. when the when the fuck does that feel? When the, when does that ever work in Survivor? Never. When? Never. It's like, a, a... We've seen multiple people in this season that happen to, and it just emphasizes in fluent revenge yes. to oh. Russian <laughs> level. You know? Oh my gosh, this is like uh, Survivor Titans versus revenge. Like, what the hell? It's like yeah. it's 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 basically the revenge season. Um, yeah, which. Yeah, is a like cut me, I cut you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I I feel like unfortunately, yeah, they fully overestimated the pool they had at one point in time. Well, they and, did it. Oh, well, they did it twice, babe. Well, they've basically done it three times now. Like they've. they've was like, the one was Valeria. I mean, not yeah. Valeria. B. Oh. B. And then winner, and then they flipped on Ferris to go back to vote out Ray. So they flipped and flopped like three times. Yeah. Yeah. They're so, just I mean, I will give them credit. They are playing every day as it comes. Yes. And um using their cards every day as they come, which I think's a good thing. Like they're not comfortable in the next day so they're doing everything in that day to get themselves to the next day yeah i think we don't necessarily see that very often yeah do we no not really like not do you know what i realized like last week when they had that um you either look for an idol or um have lunch (laughs) thing one of them should have looked for the idol because they would have so much more power if one of them had an idol and the other person um, laid the groundwork for relationships. Like I found that, and that was obviously last week, but I found that absolutely like crazy <laughs> that there were so many full alliances all doing. That was like crazy to me. So I feel like, yeah, I, I, I do like them and I do kind of like what they've been doing in terms of just playing and playing hard and, all that sort of thing, but they they shot themselves in a, in the foot like three weeks ago. 
Oh yeah. And they've never been able and they just have no um like bedside manner. Like they're sort uh, of Oh, that's perfect words, babe. Bedside manner. Ironic for the midwife. <laughs> Eat puppies for breakfast. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's what that's what I mean. Like that's they have no like I, I don't I get that more from Caroline than Kitty, but yeah, Caroline oh. has no bedside manner. That is no. perfect words. And that goes back to Rice Gate. Yes. That goes back to stop Jacket eating Gate. the rice. You know? Well, goes to like, Jacket Gate. Goes yeah. to you're like, oh my god, the jacket thing. Yeah. What the fuck was that? I know. That. It's like she just picked it. Up. It's to be honest, it's neither of yours. Um, <laughs> that was I was I was literally watching with my jaw open, and I didn't realize. Oh my god, I'm so glad you brought that up. I forgot. Oh my god, that was absolutely ridiculous. Like that's my jacket. It's kept yeah. over there. You yeah. don't touch it. I, I, I'm sorry. Are we playing a social game or a what the fuck game? Yeah. Like, it's... that was, that, that's literally, that, that um, scenario, and that pretty much sums up Caroline. Yeah. To, yeah. With all her dealings. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I feel like she just doesn't mean to come across like that, but then she just, every time she does. Yeah, 100%. It's... it's like, I'm sure we'll meet her at some point in time, and I'm sure she's lovely, but, like, oh, my goodness. Um, like, she... We're all lovely, doll. We all know we're all lovely in person, but we can judge them while they're yeah. on the... Well, what? yeah. <laughs> like, I, hey, I'm sure I'm sure Caroline probably wouldn't say I'm like this in real life. <laughs> Every, from what I've heard, she's very lovely in person, so um, she's clearly letting the hunger get to her. Um, actually, actually, that was that, that's an amazing segue out of that because I was going to ask about um, one of the what's of the week, which was actually Scott uh, leaving. Uh, I feel like it was a interesting quit because. Everybody seemed to accept it in a positive way. Everyone to accept it without, like, not challenging it with, like, without Scott, just please at least, like, vote or Scott, like, at least do. Everyone literally went, cool beans, see ya. And I I 100% agree. I was shocked. Like, my... That was that was I think the first jaw drop for me of the season. I ne- I, oh. I stay off social media while this is happening, like survivors on because of, I don't want to see anything. I did not see that coming, and when yeah. that happened, my jaw dropped. Tommy was in the kitchen, and I went, and he was like, "What's go- what's wrong?" And I was like, "Oh my god, I think he's quitting." Yeah, and and then I actually processed in my head, going, "Oh my god, like quitter, like like." And all that, you know, like... Yeah. Because you made it, obviously, way further than me. Um, But then in saying that, like, I guess I understand from basically everybody. The one thing I... I was thinking about this before. The one thing I do have the benefit of, despite not having made it far, is that I hear everyone's stories. And I do have one level of more relatability than a rando fan. So, like... For somebody who made it way for, because what what day did you at least make? Were you at least there for like three weeks? I was there. I, I, 20, day twenty seven was the night twenty seven was my snuff. Oh, cool. So you were there. Okay, so you were basically there for four weeks at this four at weeks. that point. Yeah. So okay, at four, far out. That's a very long. <laughs> when you say yeah. it like that, yeah. It was um, a month. Far out. Okay, so you were out there for a month, 
and obviously you you guys were Samoa too, right? Yes. Yeah. So okay, you know Samoa well. How much? Like how much? Does the elements, time, the game, all the, and I guess you also had a bit of a like a rocky journey anyway. How much does it affect your mental state? How much does that affect your decision making? And like how how easy is it to sort of want to tap out? I never thought of tapping out. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Um but mental state, like the thing, I mean, we're going on, we're going on seven, eight years since I played. Yeah. So that's a very long time. And, you know, your memory represses that sort of thing until you do it again and whatnot. But uh, I, I never tapped out. I remember um, in our season when Figs tapped out, I was gobsmacked. Like, I think there's a, uh, uh, gif of me going with my gobsmack face of hearing the news that he tapped like I just didn't I don't know I tapping out was never a thing because put so much into getting on there mm-hmm. how much loved the show passionate about the show been watching it for bloody 16 years at that point it just it just blew my mind that he tapped. But at the same time, understand a tap out for people because I don't fully understand how they are at that point. So yeah. understand and completely respect um, a tap out because we've played. Like, I'm not yeah. a viewer, you know what yeah. I mean? But fuck, fuck Phil, like... <sighs> Jesus Christ, sitting in the rain for 10 hours? Like, Mm. I don't, I honestly, to be honest with you, I don't remember the hunger. Yeah. I do not remember the hunger. I remember the rain. Yeah. But I do not remember hunger. And um, I know people got hungrier before I did. I don't know why, but they did, probably because my body was eating itself and was quite content with, you know, making me beautiful. But um, I don't remember the hunger. I just remember the rain. The rain was the most horrible thing in the world. Um, And just sitting there. But then even you got used to that. Like you got used to sitting in the rain. You got used to the rain falling and it just became second nature. And you just learn how to, when the sun came out, take quick advantage of it to try to dry anything. It it literally is that crazy that you just learn how to do it. It becomes life. Yeah. That's what, you know, the viewer doesn't get because they don't get to watch it all. But, yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Because I feel like that's always, especially in sort of modern day Survivor, the thing that always gets really undersold is the elements. And, like... that anymore they don't remember old school survivor like yeah. old you know, that was the thing yeah the, stuff, the elements and the location were the thing right yeah yeah oh yeah they would they would do whole montages of like this is how how rough it is today oh no we all have to sit in the shelter and just like cry and yeah all this sort of thing we can't we can't strategize for some crazy reason all these guys are perfectly fine with strategizing in the rain, it seems. Yeah. Um, which, no wonder if you're someone like Scott, you're like, well, not only is it pouring down on us, our shelter's falling apart, but you're also sort of expecting me to 
follow plans and la la la. Um, do you think, and I should have probably listened to some of Scott's podcasts um, to sort of get more context on sort of his deal, but do you think sort of like his behaviour towards the end there was sort of just like the the sort of accumulation of all of this sort of happening, you know, um, he wanted somebody, he want basically, he wanted to make the sacrifice for somebody who thought was probably more worthy of sort of staying and that is why he sort of did all the things he did. I don't, I don't get that. Um, I don't know about that whole sacrifice myself for someone else. I actually was really enjoying Scott. Um, I, I mean, we didn't see him for quite a few episodes at the beginning. And then when he came in, he actually did really well. Like I was like loving it. Like yeah. he had a way of planting seeds. Yeah. And I, I think he said at one point I planted the fig seed. Let's, let's just let, let it grow. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I heard him say that, but um, he, and I, I watched him and went, wow, you are actually really good of just dropping a couple of things here and there in conversation and yeah. watching people spin and they go. Yeah. I don't know what it was about the whole kitty thing that um, just made him go, oh, this is too crazy. I don't know. Maybe it was the energy change up of um, merging. Yeah. And he, you know, realized that a lot more people were involved or, um, I don't know. I don't, I, you know, I, I would never try to understand why. Um, but at the same time I can sort of think about different things and yeah, it's just, it's very overwhelming. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's really overwhelming. I, cause I can remember, um, the first time we, I snuffed someone was you know in the moment it was oh this is this is just how it rocks it wasn't until the next day when you woke up and actually realized that person wasn't there anymore yeah that you went holy shit and then it wasn't until later that you realized you were actually snuffing dreams yeah you know fans 20 year dreams all that sort of shit yeah. so i think the further you get into it the more that potentially weighs on weighs on people and they go holy shit you know Eden Eden getting snuffed last night he would have been a fan for probably what 23 24 years yeah so the realization of what you did to a fan like that might you know make you freak out yeah because I know from experience I think one of the things that sort of got me voted out was that people didn't realize that I was a fan and they thought I was a recruit. And then <laughs> I, and then I got voted out by a, a few people who obviously some were mega fans like Haley, And then some people who had like literally never watched a show before. So like, I fully get that in terms of, you know, only certain people will understand the experience and what it means to other people. And some people really will just have their blinders on and just be like, oh no, this is just like la di da di da di da di da Um, And so, yeah, it's, it's really interesting to think about it in that way. I think I made the joke last week or the week before, especially in reference to Scott, because I see myself as being very similar to Scott anyway. Yeah. Now as time now as time has sort of gone on, oh, we're not very similar at all. Scott's definitely a lot more smilier and like, 
<laughs> consistently, <laughs> consistently more of a positive and pleasant presence than probably I could probably be. But oh, why? Um, why aren't you pleasant, babe? Let's let's dive into that. Why aren't you pleasant? Oh, <laughs> a fickle bitch. Like you say, it is. Sorry, I said you're a fickle bitch. You just say how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that might be. I think I'm a little bit more outspoken than um, I think Scott really was. Uh, yeah. But um, in saying that, um, one of the things I said the other week was that, uh, you know, it's it's great to see other people live out your dreams, even though you've already lived out your dreams. And that it's sort of interesting now that uh, Scott had sort of left in the way he did, because then at that point, I don't think he lived out the dream that I was expecting. So I guess we do all have our own individual dreams of uh, what we would be doing when we're out there. And um, I... Did you live out your dream? Um, I think in retrospect, I guess I, I guess I sort of, well, I, I don't know. It's sort of really funny because. Did you go out there and um, live your dream in your time, your stuff? Did you, it was, was it enough? In some ways it, okay. Getting on the show. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I totally, because the thing is, and I'm not sure if you were like this as well, but I knew I'd be able to get on the show if I applied. So that was totally fine. You know, I knew, I knew that was a possibility, but obviously, yeah, little sort of, um, tick box sort of moments, like, you know, making it to swap, making it to merge, being on the jury, all that sort of stuff, um, obviously never happened. But in saying that, I was super fortunate that for a first boot, I had such a unique experience. So in that, in saying that, I can say that absolutely nobody had my experience. Mm -hmm. I had a very unique experience. So, and that is why people would remember me more so than somebody who sort of like got eliminated fourth because they were um, the weakest in the alliance or something like that. Yeah. So in some ways... I um, have in some ways I haven't, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't change it because for how it's turned out is I've gotten a pretty good deal for, for what happened. What about you? Do you think, did you, have you lived out, did you live out your dream? (laughs) So basically the same thing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And no, like I lived out, I lived out my dream, but, I also, I feel like I didn't take it all in at the time. Yeah. Like, I actually feel like I um, played in a weirdness of that I wasn't playing. Does that make, like, sort of like a weird holiday in a sense? Yeah. Like, didn't actually dive into it because we didn't actually go to tribal very much in the first part. So, didn't actually get that aspect of it. We only did it like twice until like day 20. Yeah. So, but no, yeah, I did. I lived dream, but at the same time, I, I, I didn't live up to my own expectation of myself. Yeah. That's, that's my problem. Yeah. So my expectation of what I wanted to achieve. Um, and I, I don't feel that I lived up to that expectation. And I think that's what keeps kicking me or kicks me. So, yeah. Um, but at the same time, I remember, you know, when I got the call, broke down, cried in the middle of the floor, in the middle of the city, like, you know, all that sort of shit. So I had massive tick off moments and massive tick off achievements and all, and, you know, a massive tick off times while I was there. 
it's just it's my own personal fight with my brain that I didn't achieve what I I wanted to achieve being a fan from episode one two thousand. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's that's my own thing. Yeah, and I feel like that's where our like sort of experiences would would differ because there would be so many sort of certainties in your experience while basically mine was like nothing and uh, all I ever hear from especially from people in my cast is like oh no you would have been you would have done this you would have been with us here you would have done la 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 and so that to me is like okay well at least I know I would have been fine if I'd stayed while obviously you had gotten up to a certain point where things had happened or in I guess like you said nothing had happened for ages I love all these, um, you know, Sybil Trelawney's that are able to predict what <laughs> potentially could have happened if you had stayed. And you're like, but bitch, I didn't fucking stay. Yeah, so exactly. You, it did. Predict- well, like, what I say about you, babe, is number one, when you left, I went, this is bullshit. Yeah. But I will say what I loved, unfortunately, when you were voted out, was that when that your two tribes, Brain and Braun, met the next day, the emotion that happened to see that you had gone showed should yeah. be a massive tick of your fucking two day bloody just you getting off those goddamn yes. dirt bikes, turning through the goddamn bush. Yeah. Should just show you that. Like you you already had ticked so many boxes and um, before you'd even spoken to anyone, really. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm i glad you remembered that because every now and again I'll remember that. Of course that I remember be... it, babe. I'm a super fan. <laughs> but it's like, and it's, and it's. Um, I think somebody, I saw on Reddit, somebody was like, it's kind of crazy that Viola keeps getting mentioned like 10 episodes after she's gotten voted out. And I think I've said before that, and I think because a similar thing happened to Frankie this, um, this season where, the best impact you could have as an early boot is still being sort of mentioned or yeah. spoken in reverence the next episode, or even when yeah. they do the recap of when Jonathan's speaking and how they refer to you, like you could easily get buried by the edit. Like, you know, you could unfortunately be somebody like Jess this season who your whole edit is that, Oh, we don't want to work with her. Oh, look at her. She's just looking yeah. at last like, and, and I'm sure Jess is lovely too, but oh my goodness, they were so rude yeah. to her in that edit. I'm glad I at least got that. I mean, not yeah, a rude you, edit, but like a nice edit. You got that and more. Like I, That's one of the things I remember about your season was, oh, the guy with the hat, they got yeah. rid of the guy with the hat. That's yes. I remember, babe. Yeah, so no. Long-standing impacts. You already ticked. You, yeah. yeah. Hat with the what was the yellow hat with the lizard on it? Yeah, yeah, with the crap yeah, on it. There, yeah, see, bitch, I already, I yeah. it's in here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, let's talk about the last thing I had written down, which um, I guess it's kind. Of, I don't know if you've been tracking social media, so I don't even know if I really want to be talking about this. But this, but let's talk about this Eden vote and what is effectively uh, Jaden's revenge. Uh <laughs> um okay my first question was like how about Jaden yet yeah I know I wrote my first question I wrote down was how are you feeling about Jaden but I I don't know how I feel about Jaden at this point in time <laughs> love that he's wearing a sarong absolutely fucking love that for starters he could have had more pattern on it love is to I love Jaden yeah I'm just yeah um, 
I think that there's more to him than the edit. Yes. A hundred percent as well. Yeah. Um, and that he is a lot more switched on. He's a heavy weight lifter. Like yeah. he's doing in yes. a competition. So, and uh, second of that, I love Islanders. So just saying that, yeah. but I love the episode last night, which brought him into the forefront and he ran up and down the beach, did some lifts and went, you know what? You got rid of my boy. It's sort of like that volcano that sitting there all good, but you just triggered it. And I think him, they triggered him and it made him go, wow, I really don't know. Yeah. Like that was the trigger. Yeah. And obviously it was, you know, you know, displayed in the episode and everything, but you just woke a sleeping bear, I think. Yeah. And I can't wait. I really can't wait. And I actually think he is going to be in the final three. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was, I think, I can't remember who I talked about it with, but yeah, basically he's definitely long game, especially yeah. if he keeps this up. I think I saw somebody on Reddit on, um, Twitter point out that he even changed how he wrote his vote for Eden. Like he yeah. did it a different way. Yeah. Yes. Which, Hey, if he wasn't thinking about it, then he probably like, I'm, I would be so surprised because um, that sort of thing is what somebody who does actually think, you know, strategically and socially at the same time would yeah, do. Right. You vote different ways every time. I think they sort of work out who it is. Yeah. As in, if you write e- different every time, they'll figure out that you're writing different every yeah, time. Yeah, let's do, like, wingdings. Let's do... Cali- <laughs> <laughs> let's do whatever, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I I just think, and I actually really got annoyed, to be honest with you, in last night's episode with Eden going, oh, I'm, you know, watering the flower and I've brought him into the game and I've yeah. educated him and, like come on, student, I'm your master. And I was yep. like, complete game of underestimation of who the hell you're playing with. Yeah. Because Jaden could have been playing the whole time yep. and be playing you. And yeah. we've just seen it and you've completely not seen it. And guess what? He just got rid of you. Well, yeah. And I think that's... Out of the camera and said, this is for my boy. Like, Yeah. Yeah, literally. And I think that's <laughs> the crazy thing about all of this is that, like, even after... And I would I, I would be kind of surprised. And, hey, I don't know how many of Eden's sort of confessionals about Jaden were probably done after he got voted out, you know. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I find it really interesting for fans of the show to sort of... Um, I don't want to say that Eden was condescending, but like, you know, undersell people's abilities in this game and all this sort of stuff, because like it happened to way like our season, like everybody was like, Oh, it's just way la 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 la. And then when she flipped on um, George and Cara and all them, they got all upset at her. And it's like, well, she has full agency. Like she can make moves. Yes. She can make her own decisions. So can Jaden, you know? Really? That's what I mean, babe. I don't like, one thing I've learned, and it was my demise, was to under-mes- underestimate another player. Yeah. I mean, Christy pulled crocodile tears on, tears on us, and then Phoebe's using and I went home. We, yeah. we estimated, 
I underestimated that they would lie down and go home. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think that's a massive thing that yeah. people completely misjudge with this game is that, and one thing that I learned from playing was you can't underestimate anyone. Everyone did something to get there. Everyone yeah. knows what the game is. Everyone's given the same information, the same shit. They know what it is, whether they pretend they know what it is or pretend they don't, or they studied it or they didn't. Yeah. They know what it's about, and then you go through the same experience with each other and feel it together. The starvation, sitting in the rain, where the hell's the fire? Oh, my God, JLP's hot, you know, all that sort of shit. But you all get it. To What what happens is is then they get in these alliances and then they have these people that they think, like, um, you know, are not playing or not not knowing what the hell's going on. Like, even Raymond. Like, Raymond's yeah. getting massive, doesn't know what's going on sort of deal. Yeah. You know? And yet it makes him look like that. But the guy knows what yeah. he's doing. Yeah. He obviously, because he's tight with people. Um, he has been targeted, but he's always safe. He's got people protecting him. Yeah. So he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's just being edited to look stupid or whatever yeah. they're doing to him, you know? I love his jacket as well, by the way. Yeah. Same with Kelly. Yeah, oh, 100%. But was that real or not? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like everybody's doing their own thing and you can't underestimate that they're not doing something. Yeah, maybe well, that- maybe in the first two, three days where everybody's getting their bearings and they've never yeah, been in front of 15 yeah. cameras and stuff like that. But oh, this far along... Yeah. Yeah, when you get into a babe, no, they're not doing their own things. Like they're just, it's, it's what I think is of biting your tongue and not biting your tongue, and then you choose who to not bite your tongue over, and you choose who to bite your tongue over. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're all going through that shit. But yeah, I don't. The Kelly thing. Oh my god, we're not going back on that. No, 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 yeah, that's yeah, going, that's last week. Going back to Jaden. Um. Yeah, I think they completely just looking for a, you know, a silly Billy, like an idiot. Yeah. And well, yeah. Ever thought that from the get go because number one, he's a heavyweight lifter, trains all the time. I remember, I think, what what did Viola say like a couple of weeks ago that he doesn't have a job, all he does is lift all day? Do you know the mental strength and the mentality of like going to the gym every day and doing that sort of thing is, is, Really, it is a job. Yeah. He has probably more self... Um, come on, you got to help me with this word again. More self... Um, um, drive. Yeah, drive or um, um, regulation, like... Routine. You know, routine and um, strictness. Yeah. To get where he is. Yeah. Be- it takes a lot of that to yeah. get where his level. Yeah. It's day in, day out. Yeah. I mean, oh. you would have seen that on the brains. I mean, the brawn. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really interesting. Cause yeah, I feel like, especially when it comes to while athletes and people who are physical, 
I think, especially if you're not that type of person, you always just assume that because it's strictly more body that you don't use any brains, but you have to. It's science. Yeah. It's basically all science. Yeah, it's 100% science. <laughs> um, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? It was a pretty, it was a, it's a pretty action-packed week. I want to talk about how my hair's curlier than yours. Oh. <laughs> the annoying thing is every now and again, when I go outside and like, especially cause it's hot all over, I guess, Australia at the moment, my hair, cause it's so curly just goes so crazy. And I always think like, God, if I was on Survivor, my hair would look insane. I would look Be great. Rabid. Amazing. Do you know how many idols you could hide in that hair? <laughs> You wouldn't even have to shove it down your pants or, like, you know. No, you just back. hide it in the back. Yeah. I think um, Daisy did that in, like, season three or four, whatever. Like, yeah. shoved in. Your toes do that. Your hair is great. But, yeah, yeah I'm here, babe, and let your hair go. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe it'll be for next time if I ever go back. I'll just hide it. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, now I've just exposed my, like, future plan of um, hiding things in my hair. But, hey, nobody's listening to this anyway, so I think I'll be fine. Oh. Uh, no, no plans hiding in the hair. No, God, no. No, never, never, never. Um, Who would do that? I mean, Daisy didn't. Look what happened to her. Not- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not emulating any failed, any failed <laughs> idols. No it's failed always anything. Always the crutch. Always the crutch. <laughs> yeah. All right. I know. I always think like, oh, maybe I'll wear cargo pants. And then it's like, oh, God, that's even more obvious. See, that's what's really funny was when um, I went out, like everyone, even in my new role, in my role at work, the bo- like it's been, uh, it was a couple of years ago I started and the boss, the director walked through and um, he was like, oh, Craig, survivor guy. Yeah, my kids watched you. They called you the bum crack guy. And I was <laughs> like, bum crack guy? And he went, yeah, because you started to get so skinny that your pants wouldn't hold up. And I was like. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Like my pants wouldn't hold up because I didn't have a proper front tie on them, so they would slide yep. down. I had nowhere. I didn't even have like board short catches. It was like I had nowhere to hide it. I had to hide things in my shoe. Oh. <laughs> when when you when you picked your outfit, I feel like every week I talk about picking outfits, but when you picked your yeah. outfit, were you conscious of any of that or were you like, this is my outfit? Oh, 100%. I wanted Pokemon the whole way. Like, I wanted... I had singlets of Pokemon that were designed by an artist that I had gotten. And um, I wore them throughout my um, audition process. Every time production saw me through audition, I had exactly the same thing on. I literally wore that outfit from my audition video all the way to getting off the plane in Samoa. Yeah. Oh, there you and go. Pokemon. How funny. And I was like, even in my audition, they were like, uh, what's on your shirt? Is that Pokemon? And I was like, uh, yeah, obviously. And they're like, oh, is that a little bit childish? You're wearing Pokemon, like childish Pokemon. And I was like, <laughs> I pity you that yeah. you, an adult, can't enjoy an animated feature or classic without learning the stories from it and um, enjoy it. Yeah. And they, you know, yeah. like, uh, yeah, I wore that the whole time, but they wouldn't let me use Pokemon because of um, potential yep. shit. That stuff. So, yeah, I 
had some stuff that was crazy and no, I obviously wore it without thinking completely about it, but I will also admit that I took a jumper and tracksuit pants and they laughed at me about that <laughs> going, Oh, you've brought a jumper and tracksuit pants. <laughs> you realize that you're going to a, you know, a tropical Island. This is really funny. And I was like, I grew up in Queensland. I know what's going on. Like, yeah. And everyone else were like, wish they had jumper and tracksuit pants. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause I realized like, I didn't actually wear, you reminded me, I didn't actually wear an outfit that was in any way, shape or form similar to what I wore in my audition. Oh, really? No, I wore, I wore like a, I have like a sort of, um, have like a Nordica sort of red jacket that I wore and I wore little shorts. Basically I looked like I was going to go for a run in my audition. And then when I went out there, I wore a freaking jumper and like a button up and I, I wore complete opposite outfit to what I actually sort of auditioned with, but they seemed to be fine with it. But I was really aware of wearing like a long sleeve and all that sort of stuff for the same reasons. Oh, you wore oh, jumper. No, 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 no. I knew, I knew I, so I basically packed, um, swimwear and singlets and then one warm thing. Yeah. Cause they were like, Oh no, you can't take that poncho. Oh no, you can't take that. But I was like, I know what it's going to get like. I grow up in the tropic. I'm not stupid, but I mean, I live in shorts and singlets. I basically, you know, you know, would wear a sarong, but I knew what it would get like. So I knew I needed something, but yeah, how they, they chuckled at the fact that I took a tracksuit. Yeah. Um, still makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Even more now, you know, fighting over bloody jackets. That's my Yeah, I, yeah <laughs> literally. Oh my goodness. What a what a way to <laughs> full circle moment all of this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it all makes sense. Yeah, totes. Oh, well. Just remember, even though you go into a tropical island when you're sleeping in a shelter and it's two, three o'clock in the morning and you're just watching the slow, the moon slowly moving across the sky thinking, when is this darkness going to end? And you're freezing. You're grateful for having your joggers on, a pair of tracksuit pants and a jumper. Yeah. Yeah. Hot tips, hot fashion tips here from Craig. (laughs) Mosquitoes go away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, thank you, Craig. This was actually so much fun. It was very fun. No, anytime, anytime. Um, I have some name back for Netflix. Yeah, no, seriously. Hey, this season seemingly is going on for 500 years. So anytime, um, if people want to follow you on socials, uh, where can they find you? Um, just at me, Craig Ianson at whatever instas are, but no, just without the apostrophe, because you could have problems with the apostrophe, but anyway, you can find me. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, well, I guess, Hey, if you need to find me first, then, um, I'm at Chili Philly on Instagram and the Chili Philly on Twitter. Um, and you can follow, not that I ever post anything, as I say every single week, but you can follow Babes on the Brink on Twitter and on Instagram. I really should just like try and post something, but I don't have enough time. Um, Sorry? You have one post. Yeah, and it's literally a photo of Annabelle and Mel, and that's it. Yeah. (laughs) So definitely need to somehow, I don't know, I have no idea. My brain is just so smush from social media. Outside of, like, live tweeting in the moment, 
I can't, I can't process doing things planned. It's very, very haphazard, but um, this, uh, this sort of stuff is always really fun. So thank you so much for <laughs> popping on. My pleasure, babe. It was, um, I was uh, very delighted that you reached out, that you asked, and I was more than happy to have a chat with you. Um, because you're beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, and thank you everybody for listening. Um, uh, I'll, I'll see you guys all next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. See you guys. <laughs> Babes on the brink. Babes on the brink. <laughs>